0: How many cool pitches have you sent and gotten straight up crickets back? 100, 500, 1,000. As a creator, this is one of the most discouraging things to experience, and yet we experience it every single time we send out pitch emails. You spend so much time crafting the perfect email, explaining to a brand how you can help them on the road to success and sales, and you're lucky if you get a response, let alone an actual paid brand deal. So in 2021, I decided to create what has now been coined the anti-pitch method, and go straight to the source by connecting with the people behind the brands. How do I do this? Well, on LinkedIn. But how do you get your profile ready to start reaching out? How do you find the people to reach out to? And what do you even say? I'm Kristen Duskin. I've been a full-time creator for over three years and I've brought in over $350,000 from sponsored posts and content creation collaborations with brands so far. Social Scoop is a podcast where we teach you, the entrepreneurial creator, to turn your online influence and creativity into a profitable, self-sustaining business. Today, I'm giving you the scoop on all things LinkedIn, specifically as a content creator, so you can build relationships with brands that lead to genuine partnerships. This, my biz BFF, is Social Scoop. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 121 of Social Scoop Podcast. My name is Kristen, and as always, I'm so excited that you're here. I don't know how long you've been around on my profile, but if you've been here, for a little while since maybe April, May of this year, you probably are very familiar with Potato, (laughs) our old foster. So she and River, we had them both at the same time. We foster failed River and then we started fostering again and Potato was uh, a little tiny puppy that we had. So River and Potato were little baby puppies at the exact same time in our house. And so once Potato got adopted, it was sad because we loved her but we actually this week are dog sitting her and so River and Potato and Kiko are reunited, and my house is absolute chaos madness. They are having so much fun, but they have no chill. So I actually sat down to record this episode, and this is probably the only 30 minutes of silence that I will have this week. So much fun, so much cuteness, but also so much craziness, you guys. Fostering is no joke. Dog sitting is no joke. It's a blast, but it's a lot. In other news, our favorite social media platforms have some good things coming our way, First things first, on Instagram, all publicly posted Reels clips are now available to download. So this has been an option actually since June in the US, but it just was released worldwide. You can now download Reels from anyone. So yes, you can download your own. It will have the IG watermark like logo. Now you can do that for other profiles as well. So if you see someone's video that you really like and you're like, oh, I have to save this to my phone for X, Y, and Z reason, you can actually do that for other people's video. But the catch is that the creator can actually turn this option off if they choose. So if people don't want their videos to be downloadable, then you can actually toggle that on and off in your settings. Honestly, as a creator, I don't hate the idea of my videos being downloadable because then I know people might be saving them to their phone and actually like coming back to them and remembering them so they can rewatch them. You're going to have the logo watermark on there anyway with your handle. So it's not like they can really see steal your content. But I think about for like a lot of creators that create recipes or things like that, where I might save them and then never come back to them. If they're in my camera roll and I'm like wanting to actually remember to, you know, have them there so that I can go cook this recipe next week, I think it's a lot easier to just have it on my camera roll instead of going to find it on Instagram. So I don't hate this option. I don't think it's groundbreaking, but you can turn this on or off depending on what you would like to do here. Instagram is also working on a feature to filter spam accounts. Oh, we need this so bad. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like spam accounts especially on Instagram, are just everywhere. You literally like cannot avoid them. So accounts that are likely to be spam accounts are actually going to need your permission to follow you. You can toggle this on and off in the settings once it's actually available. My only concern is that what if there are just regular non-spam accounts that go to follow you, but they, for some reason, their handle looks a little spammy. I don't know how they're going to be able to tell who's a spam account and who's not, because some of them are really good we know this like some of them look like regular accounts and so I don't really want someone who actually wants to follow me to have to jump through a lot of hoops to actually follow me so that's my only concern but I hope they do this well. Instagram is also working on a feature called My Week that will keep the stories that you shared over the last seven days. So essentially it will allow you to keep stories from the last seven days. You can remove any story. You can also quietly add a story to My Week only versus your regular stories. Honestly, this is very beginning stages. So to me, when I was doing my research, it's very unclear where the My Week tab will actually live. Like, is this going to be an Instagram highlight? Will this be something that like, once someone finishes your day's stories, they can click my week, like, I don't know where people are going to be able to access this. So I guess for me, that kind of is a determining factor on if I would really use this or not. It's too early for me to tell. But once I have more information, I will share that with you here. TikTok is actually doing something really, really cool. They're adding new conversational UI to help guide its algorithm. So TikTok is creating a new customized feed option within the free page settings that basically will let you converse with an AI bot to customize what you want to see in your feed. So you'll go to the customized feed option, and then you'll be able to go into this little chat box where you can converse with someone, an AI bot basically, and type in sentences that share what you want to see more or less of. So the examples that they included were, quote, I'd like less magic in my for you feed for the next two weeks another one i'd like to see more posts from creators that i follow and the third one was include more pets in my for you feed which i will definitely be using that one (laughs) if you know me so this is really cool i think sometimes we try and like do some searching in the search bar to try and like customize more of what we see in our for you feeds but i think sometimes they get like really off topic somehow and then you feel like you're Really stuck there. And you're like, what TikTok am I on right now? I want off. And so I like this option for you to actually be able to go in and customize it a little bit, especially for certain periods of time. So this one said like for two weeks. So maybe you don't want to see any Christmas content. You could literally go in there and be like, I would like less Christmas content in my feed until 2024. <laughs> you know, And then you miss all the Christmas content this year. And if that's what you want, then that's great that you have the opportunity to do that. So I really like the option here. I think this is really cool. One platform that we don't talk a lot about in the news is LinkedIn. And honestly, guys, that's because so many of you are not using it yet. And I actually am setting out today to change that. So right now we're going to talk about how to use LinkedIn as a content creator because you are missing out if you're not on this platform yet. Let's dive right into it. As I just mentioned, so many creators are having this giant missed opportunity because they are afraid of LinkedIn. I think that's what it comes down to. They're like, I'm not, you know, a big businessy person. You know, I'm a fashion creator. I'm a home decor creator. Like I don't need to be talking about business and financials and things like that. And so people get really scared of LinkedIn, but I'm here to tell you today that this is first of all, a huge missed opportunity for you, any type of creator. You don't just need to be a business or financial or social media type of creator to utilize LinkedIn. Every creator can be using LinkedIn. And also it's, Not as businessy as you would think. Like people are talking about other things than just business on LinkedIn. So there are so many different reasons that you should be using LinkedIn, but there are three specifically that I want to talk about first here. One of the most important reasons I think that you should be using LinkedIn is to connect with potential brand partners. Guys, this is where the CEOs are hanging out. This is where you're going to get access to the marketing director and the person running the influencer campaigns. Unless you have these people's emails, how are you going to connect with them? You sliding into their DMs on Instagram for the, the brands page could be such a waste of time because there's so many other people DMing them. It's so saturated in there and so busy that a lot of those brands aren't even answering those DMs. And if you wanted to reach out to the exact person, it would be weird for you and kind of crossing the line to just find them on Instagram on their personal page and send them a message. LinkedIn, for whatever reason, because I think it is more of like a businessy platform, this is one of the most appropriate places for you to be connecting with the people that work at brands. So think about how your audience wants you to be making those one-on-one connections with them. Like the people that follow you regularly, like we want to feel seen. We want to be humanized. We want to have one-on-one connections with the people that we follow because it feels so special. And then think about how we approach brand partnerships. It is the complete opposite. It's a copy and paste, inauthentic, dehumanized approach. We're writing one email out. It says the same thing for basically every brand. We maybe customize a couple sentences and then we just mass send this out to brands. Why would brands want to work with that? That feels so like demeaning almost. Sometimes it can come across like so aggressive. You're literally emailing someone being like, hi, pay me. And it sounds crazy when you think about it that way, but we literally do it all day long. And so one of the reasons why I really like the approach of using LinkedIn is because it does just feel so much more humanized. So this is my kind of thought process back in 2021 when I'm sending out like hundreds of pitch emails, and I'm like, this is so boring. This is so dumb. It feels so such a waste of my time because no one's even responding to these, no matter how much I make this beautiful pitch template. And so what ended up happening was I ended up starting to think about the people that worked at the brand and said, you know, if if my followers want me to connect with them in this one-on-one way, why wouldn't the brands or the people at the brands want me to connect with them this way too? And so that's when I created the anti-pitch method. And the anti-pitch method has so much to do with LinkedIn, which is why I'm so obsessed with it basically. But moral of the story, and we'll talk about this a little bit more as we get into this episode, but first reason you should be using LinkedIn is really to connect with potential brand partners. The other reason here related to brand partnerships is you're establishing another platform for partnerships. Brands will literally pay you for sponsored posts on LinkedIn like they will on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, all of the different platforms. Now, because for me personally, like my LinkedIn following isn't gigantic. I don't have 20,000, 50,000 followers on LinkedIn, but I've mostly used this platform as kind of an add-on for partnerships. For example, a little bit earlier this year, I worked with a company called Notch. It's uh, basically like Instagram insurance for if anyone hacks into your account and you can't get in, it's insurance to make sure you get paid and to make sure you get your account back. And so I was working with them on just a regular partnership on social media, on my newsletter. And then I said, hey, what if I were to also post this on LinkedIn? You know, like I have a lot of creators who follow me, a lot of people in the creator And so we added it on as additional compensation for me to share a post on LinkedIn. So this is really great because you do have the opportunity to up the ticket price of your invoices specifically for being able to post on another platform. It's like when a brand says, hey, we want to hire you for this Instagram partnership, but we want you to cross post it onto TikTok. What if they get you to cross post it onto TikTok, onto YouTube shorts and onto LinkedIn? This is just another platform for you to up that ticket price and many of the times not really do any additional work. Now, when I say that my LinkedIn following isn't huge, one thing I actually do want to clarify about LinkedIn is there is a difference between following and connections on LinkedIn. So think of following as when someone follows you on Instagram. It's a one-way connection where like, you can go ahead and follow anyone you want. Connection is more like Facebook friending where that person has to accept you in then you are a mu- mutual connection. So following is like for you can do for anyone connection needs to be approved by the person you're trying to connect with. So you're often going to see that on LinkedIn your number of followers and your number of connections is going to be different. That's just a side note I wanted to share with you because I want you to know LinkedIn because you're going to start using it, right? The third reason why I think that you should be using LinkedIn is is for potential future job or gig opportunities. Look, I know that the point for a lot of you listening is I don't want want to work a nine to five job. And that's okay. But there are plenty of opportunities for content creation or just for general influencing on LinkedIn. There's so many opportunities for like long term consistent income. For example, maybe you're doing UGC for a company on a monthly basis. And obviously, we love these opportunities where we do have like more consistency because it's just less pitching or less anti pitching that you have to do. And more consistency with your income. So don't be afraid to really beef up your linkedin profile and then use that profile to help you you know use linkedin more often to find those gig or job opportunities. Actually, the social mate team, we post multiple opportunities from linkedin to apply to in social suite, our private creator community. We have this brand deals opportunity tab and there you'll be able to see actually a lot of different opportunities that we source from linkedin. So there are some really really great opportunities there. Moral of the story is that you should be using LinkedIn to A, connect with brand partners, B, establish another platform for paid partnerships, and C, potential for future job or gig opportunities. Have you been wondering how to use LinkedIn as a creator? If you're wondering how to optimize your profile for maximum visibility, if you need a separate profile from your nine to five job and what the heck to even post on LinkedIn as a creator, you'll be happy to hear that you could find all the answers to these questions in my mini course, Optimizing LinkedIn for Creators. It's available now and all built using the Leap's new digital product builder. I'm not going to lie. I built the course in about 30 minutes using the Leap's new tool. You can use it to build mini courses, lead magnets, and so much more. Your it's too hard and confusing excuse is no longer valid. Sorry, not sorry. You can tap the link in the show notes to learn more about the Leap and get access to my LinkedIn optimization course for creators for just $17 now. And you can also learn more about building your digital products on the Leap's brand new digital product builder. You can tap the link in the show notes to learn more about both. This podcast is sponsored by Social Suite, the go-to private creator community for entrepreneurial creators who are looking to start, grow, and monetize their creator business. As a Social Suite member, you'll have the tools, education, and support that you need to build a profitable company. For tools, you can expect access to our templates and resources bank with over 40 different templates, eBooks, tutorials, and scripts to teach you the ins and outs of monetizing and running your business. When it comes to education and support, you'll have access to not only a community forum area where you can chat about topics like brand partnerships, selling digital products, personal branding, and business logistics, but you will also have access to at least six live group meetings and workshops every single month. Date night, event sessions, content audit workshops, and even co-working meetings are your opportunity to chat directly with me and over 120 other creators for advice, guidance, inspiration. You can join Social Suite today by heading to yoursocialmatecom membership or using the link in the show notes. See you inside. Now at this point you totally understand why you need to be using LinkedIn, but let's talk about what you need to do to successfully use LinkedIn. How do you actually use this platform? The first thing that you need to do here is optimize your LinkedIn profile. Think of this as your first impression. You don't want to go into any sort of connection with a first impression that looks sloppy, messy, unfinished, unprofessional. This needs to be a great first impression that looks professional because remember, we are using this to help build our business. It also needs to be optimized for discoverability. We want you to continue to build relationships and grow your audience on LinkedIn so that your opportunity for making the Right connection with the right person can be greater. Let me quickly explain to you in the shortest way possible how the LinkedIn algorithm is even working. If you share content and someone comments on that piece of content, it then goes onto the news feed of the people who follow them. And it will show this person just commented on this, and then it will show your post there. So what's really great about LinkedIn is that the more you share content on there, the more engagement that you're getting, the more more discoverability you're actually going to have because it's going to go onto the pages of the people that follow anyone who's commenting or liking that post. And so this is why it's so important for you to continue to optimize that profile for discoverability so that more people are finding your profile, connecting with you, and then engaging in your posts so that you can kind of just continue to get your posts out there in front of new eyes. If you're curious about what the heck should even be on your LinkedIn profile and all these different areas like your about, your featured, your headline, all of these different areas, and maybe you're confused about what should go where, grab the Optimizing LinkedIn for Creators mini course down in the show notes. It's $17. We just launched it this past Friday on Black Friday, and it's been selling like hotcakes. So that leads me to believe that you guys are actually going to start using LinkedIn. And this is so exciting because I just see so much like dollar signs in your future. This is a gold mine that everyone is sitting on and not utilizing. Okay. Now, the second thing I want you to do to successfully use LinkedIn is to learn how to use the anti-pitch method. Even just in this episode, you've heard me chat about this often. Your cold pitches don't work 95% of the time. Let's be honest. So instead, I would love to have you spend that time creating genuine connections with brands because this is going to lead to more long-term partnerships, right? Because like if you really know someone, you have a connection with them, they're going to want to hire you over and over again. It's also less work on your end because you're just on LinkedIn networking, essentially. Let the brands reach out when they are actively casting for a campaign. They know you exist. If you connect with them on LinkedIn, maybe you like have a few conversations with them. They know that you exist. And so instead of you taking a shot in the dark by sending out a pitch email, let them come to you when they're actively casting for a campaign. You just need to let them know that you exist, which is why starting to connect with these people on LinkedIn is so important. Also, this is so crazy, but I just had to mention it. How meta is it that for today's podcast ad with the leap, I used the anti-pitch method. I found the person that was manning the social media, the influence, uh, marketing for the leap. And I essentially used LinkedIn in the anti-pitch method to connect with them, start conversations. And then we ended up coming to an agreement where he was like, hey, I actually am looking for help right now from creators. This is perfect. And so you can use this method so frequently. The anti-pitch method is how I've gotten all of my partnerships in 2023. And honestly, I don't know if I'll ever send a pitch email ever again. Let's talk about how to actually use this method. So the first step is kind of finding the people who are working at the brands that you're interested in working with. So it's not just about connecting with the actual brand. Like we don't necessarily need you to be connecting with Maybelline on LinkedIn. I want you to go on Maybelline's People and see all of the people that work there and look for people with titles that are related to influencer marketing. And those are the people that I want you to connect with. And when you connect, you're having this little box that you can write different messages in there. And if you're confused on what to say, we actually have a free guide in Social Suite that will give you a little bit more information about what you actually need to say in this little box. So you're going to connect with that person and then interact with them often on LinkedIn specifically. Also, I think it's really great if in tandem with that, you're going to also warm them up via socials. So like you're going to go on Maybelline's Instagram or whatever brand it is and actually start replying to their stories, commenting on their posts, turn on post notifications to make this easier. Now that they have seen you all over their Instagram, all over their TikTok, and you're connecting with an individual person and contacting them on LinkedIn, then you're to let them come to you. Because now that they know that you exist, when they have a partnership that, you know, is coming up and they're casting for that partnership, now they know you exist, they can come to you. I at this point, whether it's before they reach out to you or after, I really love to get on an intro call with the brand because meeting face to face is just such a different experience than having strictly email communications. And on this call, I'm able to ask so many different questions about what they're looking for, hear more about their goals, their campaigns, so that when we get off the call, I can send a proposal. And again, in Social Suite, we have templates for these proposals. Send them a proposal that basically explains what you can do for them, different price options, different packages, so that they can review that and say, ooh, this one's perfect, and then you can close the deal. Now, if you're interested in learning more about mastering the anti-pitch method, a new cohort of Brand BFF, our Brand Partnership Monetization course, is actually starting in January. So send me a DM with the word BFF, and i'll send you more info now the third thing that i want you to do here and this is going to be the hardest part okay because we're starting a new habit here. Actually staying consistent on LinkedIn, whether it's posting or interacting. We can make our profiles look pretty. We can connect with people on LinkedIn, but staying on top of your profile on LinkedIn is something that you'll need to dedicate time to. My challenge for you, set a timer for five minutes every morning at the same time. Literally five minutes is all you need to start, okay? As time goes on, as you get better and more comfortable, with LinkedIn raise that up to 10 minutes 15 minutes whatever but right now just five minutes that's all I'm asking to make sure that I'm actually interacting with the people that I've connected with using the anti-pitch method I actually use the anti-pitch method tracker that social suite members have for free inside the suite This tracker actually helps me just click the link that I've listed on it to go straight to that person's LinkedIn and see if they shared anything recently in case I missed it in my like little daily scrolling session. So what my daily kind of routine looks like on LinkedIn, first things first, I'm going to my anti-pitch method tracker and I'm grabbing like maybe five to seven brands. And I'm going to say like those today are the ones that I'm focusing on. And then I will go to the people that I've connected with, click on their LinkedIn, see if they post anything new. If they have, I interact with it. Great. And then I go on to the next one. So that's kind of like takes up a few minutes because not everyone is obviously posting every day on LinkedIn. That takes up a few minutes. And then after that, I'll just scroll through my feed because again, like when you are looking through your feed, it's not just going to be people you follow. It's the person you follow commented on something and then you can make a new connection there. And I can't tell you how many new brands that I've discovered that way and brands that I would have probably not discovered in other ways that I've actually done part, partnerships with at this point. So scrolling just through the feed is actually so helpful. And then kind of the third thing that you can do as well is post on LinkedIn. I talk a little bit more in the mini course about optimizing your LinkedIn profile, about what actually to post. But the best advice that I can give you in short is this needs to just be like the business behind the scenes of your business. If you're a fashion creator, maybe you're not sharing like the actual, you know, here's what I wore today because people on LinkedIn probably don't care. They're there for like more businessy kind of stuff. Maybe you shared how you came up with the idea. Maybe you share how you got the partnership that was in this video. Maybe you share a funny story about something you learned while creating that video think of it as more of like the thought or the behind the scenes behind what the actual finished piece of content is. Overall, I feel like at this point, your brain is probably melting with LinkedIn excitement because you just don't even know what to do with all this information. So my best plan of action for you, if you don't have a LinkedIn profile, number one, go make one right now, today. Just make the profile, grab the mini course so that you can learn how to optimize your profile, get your profile looking in tip-top shape. It's beautiful. Go connect with me, I'm happy to take a look at it for you. And then start making a list of the brands that you want to connect with. At that point, you're going to have so much better of a plan in place instead of you trying to connect with 100 brands in one day. Take those five minutes of your day and just start connecting with the brands. That's kind of your first thing that you can do. And as you make connections, then you can start shifting those five minutes to actually interacting with the connections. But you need to start making connections up front. If you have any questions about LinkedIn or about today's episode, send me a DM. You guys know my DMs are always open. All of my links are down below in the show notes and I will see you next week. Bye.